Welcome to Career Crashers, where we tell the stories of those who are not content to wait around following rules and hoping for good things to happen. Great careers aren't found, they're forged. It's time to crash the party. All right. Hey, I'm super excited to have Lauren Hassan. Did I get it right this time? Hassan? Hassan. Hassan. Why did I change it? I I got it wrong again. Hassan. Okay. Lauren Hassan on Career Crashers. Lauren, you have like a a crazy, amazing career story. um, And I only know some of it. So I'm really excited to, to get in. But for starters, Lauren is the founder of Develop Her, developer with an H in there. Uh, a platform to teach women, and I guess men as well now, is that right? Yeah, men, men as well. I market to women, but I have a lot of men who come to me as well. Okay, great. So it's all about teaching uh, women primarily to, to build value and to earn more money in tech, to make sure they're getting paid what they're worth. And she also works remotely for a Silicon Valley payments company, uh, where she's the architect of the voice payment system and owns all the application security. So she's in the trenches working in tech but also running developer on the side as, um, you know, just a great way to help people do what she did. So Lauren, when, when I was reading over some, some notes about your career, I got to dive into some of this because the, the TLDR is you went from, in your words, rock bottom with zero tech skills, zero network, and zero job prospects to a top high profile software engineer. You, you almost quintupled your salary in the span of four years. So how did you do this? Yeah, so I actually got to back up even further. And you know, people people find this out and they're like, but wait. And I'm like, no, no, you have to understand. So I have a, I have a degree in computer science uh, from, from Duke. But I had left tech completely. So I was an attrition number. I had some really like lock you in a closet, don't come out and talk to anyone internships in college. And I said, I don't think that's for me left tech entirely. And I found myself is actually nine years ago this week. Um, I had, I had had a horrible job. I mean, my boss chased me around the office on fake assignments, telling me to run faster. And then he laid me off and it was just, I was unemployed, credit cards maxed out, no money in my bank account, relying on tiny unemployment checks. And my my tech skills were so outdated at that time that when I graduated with my degree, not only were did the the iPhone not exist, like the razor didn't even exist. We were still on like I remember the razor. Tech. They had that amazing commercial for that razor. That was such a cool looking. Phone. I still remember getting my first razor, and it was such a cool device that didn't even exist. That was like a year and a half into into post grad. So. When I say I started over, I literally had to start over and, you know, I, I invested in myself. I, I enrolled, I got a career coach and I went back to community college to relearn my tech skills and called everyone. Like it is a numbers game. I, like I got turned down so many times. I mean, it was just so discouraging, but I got one yes. And I'm telling you, that's all you need is just the one yes, the right yes. And it was for an internship level role. It was full-time, but intern level. And I only had 90 days to prove myself. And I'll tell you, I was there. What, what I lacked in skill, I made up for an effort and attitude. I was the first one there in the morning. They, the security guard would have to call the office manager to open the office for me. I was so early. I left with the last person at night. And 
what I did, uh, I'll tell, I'll tell you, dive into it a little bit more to how I kind of hacked my career within two years, I went from rock bottom. Not only did I survive that 90 day period, but I'd won the company wide award four times. I'd won major hackathons like the South by hackathon two years in a row. My, my iOS work was featured in an Apple keynote right next to Facebook and Twitter and PayPal. And probably and this the was within, this was within two, two years. years. Two years as an intern, a 90 day trial. Yes, within two years. And it, it gets better than that. I was one of a hundred Americans uh, alongside uh, the likes of Craig Newmark, you know, the founder of Craigslist and Kay Kopalutz, who founded uh, USA Network, which is sci fi and major league baseball television networks. British Airways put us on a private 747 jet and flew us from San Francisco to London, where we attended the UKJ Innovation Summit and presented to the United Nations. And just like two years before, I was ugly crying on my couch with no technical skills. Okay, so so I love that you you realized you needed to, to re-up your technical skills because they're out of date. And you know, you went to community college, you went to, I'm guessing the most cost-effective, fastest way that you could up those skills. I went to the one that was closest to me. <laughs> most convenient. Yeah, you exactly. Internship. How, how did you approach that 90 day internship and what did you do that led to all these other things? So I really laid in the attitude and work ethic and I showed up and I, I said, you know what, if I don't succeed, I'm going to leave it all on the line and know that I, I gave it my all. And uh, I did. And it was actually a stroke of what I called luck or divine intervention. About two months in, a uh, head of development pulled an entire engineering department aside and asked us to volunteer uh, at a local hackathon and it was on a Saturday and like only a handful of us were like, yeah, I'll spend a Saturday. And uh, you know, of course this was effort. So I was going to at least show up even though I felt like I knew nothing. So, so that's a big moment right there when you're, you're doing this internship. Hey, we got this hackathon. Does anybody want to volunteer oh, it's, I yes stepped up. to yeah, give up I a Saturday up. and also to have the confidence, even though you're at a lower level to be, to, to not feel like that's above your skill level. Oh, Isaac, I, I mean, it was terrifying. I, I still remember sitting in the car before 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and I was silently praying to myself that, like, please just don't let me make a fool of myself. Like, don't let me lose the internship today. And But I stepped, the, the difference is, is I constantly step up, show up, and ask, um, despite the fear. I just keep pushing forward. And, and I stepped up and like, look, I didn't have a lot to offer, but I found like a couple people there that knew less than me. So I actually was able to add value. And so it was a, it was a positive experience. And I also built my network while I was there and I met the organizer. And, and this was key because the organizer invited me back to his future hackathons. And he invited all of my peers back too, but I was the only person who showed up over and over and over again. And this is key because about four or five months later, the same organizer, uh, he was the head of dev uh, relations at AT&T through a huge high profile hackathon at South by in Austin. And to even participate in the event, you had to have one of the conference's $1,500 tickets. Remember, I'm really underpaid at this time. So like that was astronomical to me. I couldn't afford it. But I knew the organizer. So I called him up. I pitched him to be his right-hand volunteer. I not only got my foot in the door, but I got to work the door. And I got to meet every single high-profile person who came to the event. 
And then another stroke of luck, which I think is just being the, being the right place at the right time, which is constantly showing up. Uh, one of the teams needed an engineer and I'm an engineer. So instantaneously, literally overnight, because it happened at 11 p.m. at night, I went from volunteer to participant and we actually placed at the hackathon. So a year later, when they hosted an even more high profile hackathon, this in this time in turn with American Airlines, when they did their big marketing rebrand. So it was a huge high profile event. This one was invite only. Like not only did you have to have a ticket, but you had to be specifically invited. I got an invite. Because, because I, you were on that that team. Because I because I had because they knew me and I had done a good job the last year. And I continued to show up and been active and talked about the work I did all year long. They knew me and they're like, she'd be great to have here. So I brought three of my colleagues with me and we ended up placing second at the hackathon. And while we were there, we met this other guy from American Airlines who followed up with all four of us after the event. And out of all four of us, I'm the only person who even acknowledged and cultivated the relationship with this guy. So just a couple weeks later, that's important because a couple weeks later, British Airways announces they're doing this huge, like big, big hackathon in the sky event. And it's invite only. You can't even apply. And it's, I mean, Lieutenant Governor of California at the time, who's now Governor Gavin Newsom was on the invite list. Like that's the caliber people are going. And American Airlines got to invite five people. I got the call. And I literally, I still remember it. I still remember I was coming out of an all hands meeting where I was, where I was in the hall, walking down the hall, reading this invite thinking, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And I still remember all the hoops I had to jump through just to be able to get the time off to go on such short notice to fly, you know, to London for two nights. Um, But that was just, I mean, that was, that was it. And, and that same summer, I, not, I attended the UKG Innovation Summit. And just two months later, my, my work was featured in Apple's big iOS 7 keynote. I mean, it was literally, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had finally arrived. So I love this string of events because, you know, it's easy. It could be easy for somebody to look at it in just sort of a linear fashion and see this thing happened, which was kind of lucky. And it led to this thing, which was kind of lucky. And then this thing, and here we are. And you said, you know, you were in the right place at the right time. But, but the, what I see, the only reason you were in the right place at the right time was because you were just in a lot of places at a lot yes. of times. You were, you were increasing your luck surface area so that more things could have a chance to, to bump into it. Is that a fair characterization? Oh, absolutely. So, so full disclosure with developer, I now travel the country. I work with top tech companies. I mean, Google has brought me in two years in a row. Dell into it armor and i i I tell that story and when i tell that story of how i went from volunteering at a saturday hackathon to the to the united nations the point that i'm making is that i take action i have a bias towards action i am constantly stepping up i am showing up and i am asking even when it terrifies me and even when i'm afraid and when i doubt myself is i am i am moving myself direction in the right direction, a lot of times it's a miss. I can't tell you how many times I've tried something and it just kind of fizzled out. But because I'm putting myself out there consistently 
and asking for opportunities. That's how I got into security is I took action. I stepped up and I expressed an interest. And now I own all of application security at a financial payments company that moves billions of dollars a year. And it's because I, I, I didn't even have that skill set three years ago. And here I own all of it in, in the big lakes. And it's because I put myself out there. But what, what you see is you hear the stories where someone strikes it, strikes it lucky and get, gets lucky. But you don't see her all the times that I put myself out there. And it's just like a complete whiff. And, yeah. <laughs> and I miss it. But the thing well, is, I mean, like, even the volunteering at the hackathons, like those are a grind to be there all day and doing oh, to, to keep I mean, saying yes to those without a, there was no, no promise that any good thing would come out of that. There was no guarantees that that networking would pay off, but you kept doing it. You were putting in the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, I approach everything when I'm on a job hunt, when I'm looking to get a promotion, I am relentlessly persistent. And I just, you know, you, I, I liken it to a tidal wave. And you know, the reason tidal waves are so powerful is not because they're a hundred feet tall. In fact, they're, they're more like six to 10 feet tall, but it's because the, the water just keeps coming and coming and coming at you. And that's why they're so dangerous and so powerful. And so I kind of call this like the tidal effect or the tidal force in my life is that I just, I just, it, I'm not doing anything like a big quantum leap or anything, but I just keep coming and coming and coming until I get the result that I want. So in your story, it's funny. I, I, five like quick bullet points popped out to me because there are themes that come up in so many of these conversations. So one is say yes to as many things as you can early in your career. When someone yes. says, anybody want to volunteer? You said yes. Another is create value, like work hard to do things that are valuable to people. A third one is related to that, the low hanging fruit. I love that when you started this 90 day internship, you know, it wasn't necessarily that, hey, this is my dream role, but you, you took what they offered and you took the, the low-hanging fruit, what you could do, even if you're not the best coder, you can be the first one there and you can be the last one to leave. And you took advantage of like, I tell people that all the time, if you're interning or whatever, like take out the garbage, refill the coffee, like do the things that are within your power because you're probably not going to be able to compete with the senior employees on skill level. But if you can compete on just that low-hanging fruit, uh, and then the final two, thank yous, taking the time to thank people or follow up after you've met them at follow an event, up is key. send them an email and, and pitching and, and, yourself. And I would add, I would add, you have a very narrow window to follow up too. A lot of people miss this one and they wait like a week or two weeks. By then you are no longer top of mind. You have missed your window of opportunity. You have realistically 24 to 36 hours to get that email in. And, and remind them who you are. And, and it's on you to follow up with them, not them to follow up with you. Yeah, that's such a great point. I, I remember uh, we, we put up a job posting know, a year ago for an entry-level role. Um, actually, I think it was an internship. And we put it out there. And within a few hours, we got a pitch from someone. And then we got like five other pitches within the next 24 to 36 hours. They were all pretty good. But that first one, had such a huge advantage for being so quick because it signaled like this person is really excited about this. And like, that just gives you such a head start. It puts you so far ahead. And then we ultimately got one that came in like a week later and we were like, what? This isn't even relevant anymore. We've already finished this. So just that, that immediacy is such a great point. 
I got to double down on that. I just hired an intern. A lot of interns at Duke lost their internships this summer. So I was trying to help out. I had one girl who couldn't apply because she wasn't a senior and she tracked me down through LinkedIn and through my website and found my personal email address through the database and reached out ahead of schedule and was like, I don't care. I want this role. And I was like, I can't not hire her because yeah. of this. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I also like that, you know, it's, it's about making those connections, creating value, following up. Those are things that a lot of people don't do and they're, and they're hard, but there's an extra step because in a way those are all sort of responsive. Oh, you need some help. Oh, there's an opportunity. I'll say yes. Oh, you did something. I'll email you and say, thank you. It was nice to meet. But the one that is the hardest one I think for people is pitching yourself. And when you, when you reached out to the guy who was, who was running the hackathon at South by Southwest and you pitched him, you didn't just say, he didn't ask for volunteers. You actually went to him and said, I want to do this. T tell me about that process, about pitching yourself when you haven't been asked yet, when nobody's invited you or, or put forward an open invite for oh, somebody to volunteer. Isaac, you're, you, I love you. You're fantastic. This is what developer is all about. And this is where like, I, I set out just to, I, I originally set out to tell other women in tech their stories. And what, what I realized is I'm really telling the story of how I learned to advocate for myself. And the, the theme through my life is I, have, I learned early on that if I do good work, it's not enough to do good work and get noticed and get ahead. But I literally have to tell people about myself and ask for the opportunities that I want. Mm. Um, something that I continue to do to this day in my full-time job. And you have to become your own best self-advocate. You have to be looking for opportunities and you have to be top of mind. And like a lot of times people get opportunities because they're top of mind. People aren't going to go looking for you and digging for you. So you have to be speaking up for yourself. You have to be telling people about yourself, building your reputation. Um, I mean, this is, this is all, when, when I go in to do training at big companies, and I talk to executives, this is the stuff that they're getting. And then I talk to the interns too. And it's the same thing. It's just applicable across, across levels. And I, I've actually, you don't know this. I have a book coming out later this year that covers this whole story. This is exactly, it's about self-advocacy. and being Does, your does own the book have a title yet? The book title is developer and I'm working okay. on, I'm working on the subtitle, but it's definitely going out with develop her as the brand. And it, it's all about how I, you know, the, the five simple things that I did to go from literally rock bottom to top of my field in just two short years. And, it, and it's stupid, simple things. Like I, I took action, like stepped up, showed up and asked constantly building my network, internal and external, always learning new and valuable skills and having the portfolio to show that you have those skills. And I, that's something that I did myself. I retooled just three years ago. I retooled into voice and security. you got to also build your reputation, which means people have to know about you. You have to advocate for yourself. And the fifth thing is I invest in myself. I invest, I've invested in coaches. I've never waited for a mentor to come along and tap me on the shoulder. I go, I pay, I've pay, invested thousands of dollars over the year. And putting my best foot forward from a career coach to um, helping me get my resume laid out to using tools to give me the, the advantage. Um, and, and that's why, I mean, it's easily and repeatable. It's a simple, simple process, but the power kicks in when you do it over and over and over again. Oh my gosh, Lauren, you are, you are speaking our language over here at Crash about creating a portfolio, showing your work. You know, it's funny with 
And I find this the more specialized a skill set. So with developers, this very often tends to be the case. There's this kind of myth that as long as you can create value, then you'll be rewarded for that value. But I always tell people there's, there's another component. You have to be able to create value, but you also have to be able to convince people that you can create value. And a lot of times you're working in a company and you're doing all this valuable work and you just assume people know it and see it. But they, they don't necessarily. You have to have a reputation as well. You know, you got to be able to back it up with real work, but just, just building a better mousetrap isn't enough. You've got to be able to have a reputation that and advocate for yourself. Let people know what you're capable of doing when you, you know, oh, nobody asked me to do this thing and I would have been the perfect person for it. Well, they probably didn't know that you were capable of it or interested in it. Yeah, I hear that all the time for execs. And the reason the executives will come up and tell me this, like, I'm so glad you said this, Lauren, is because I tell the story. So when I, when I left college, I went into investment banking and I worked at a huge investment bank and I worked in their Silicon Valley office, which crazy enough is actually considered a branch office because it's not New York City. And I, at the end of the year, they take every, you have an, what's called an analyst class and they take everyone in the analyst class, they rank you into five different tiers, like good to bad. And the tier you're ranked in determines, determines your year end bonus. And we're talking like six figure to very low five figure bonuses on the line. So tens of thousands of dollars are at stake here. And I, I got, I heard nothing but great things, but I was ranked in the second to top tier and bless my heart. I was 23. I didn't know any better. I asked, I mean, thank goodness. I asked them, I said, well, what held me back? And they said, well, Lauren, you're fantastic at what you do. And everyone on the, the team here loves you but not enough people at New York's headquarters know you. And they're, in pe- they're people who have influence over your career and they need to know you and they need to know the great work that you do. And so when I got back into tech and I got back into tech at age 29, I didn't wait until I had the skills to build my network. I started building my network from day one. And, and I have executives of gl- billion dollar companies coming up going, I'm so glad you said that because XYZ leaders are getting passed over for promotions because not enough people know them. Um, and this is a story that people need to hear. And I honestly believe I've had a lot of setbacks in my career because I've turned those around into stories to help pull people forward. Oh my gosh. You're, you're, uh, you're on fire here. That's what developers <laughs> all about. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, give us the, give us the developer um, elevator pitch. Like how does it work? What do you do and what, what might our listeners want to know? Uh, I don't have like a one-liner elevator pitch. Uh, I started it just to highlight more women in tech. And then I was shocked that people actually cared about my own story. So the other half of the story is that when I got back from the UKJ Innovation Summit, a male peer pulled me aside and complained about, he was genuine in complaining, but he complained about how much he was making. And he was several years junior to me. And not only was he making exactly what I was at the time, mind you, I was training him, but he had been hired at 50, five, zero percent more than me when I had been hired at his level. And I just, I, I, I went out, I did something about it. Instead of getting mad, I was like, what's my role in getting the change that I want, learned to negotiate, invested thousands of dollars, tripled my salary in two years. And now, you know, nine years later, I've more than quintupled my salary. I'm living out how I define success. So I, created a repeatable, scalable program um, at Developer that uh, that's won actually a lot of awards. Women and men too have gone out, taken the, the course for themselves and gotten 30, 
65. I have one woman who got two offers at $80,000 more. And, and so I'm working on that. And then I work with, um, I work with top tech companies as well. Um, and they bring me in to train, to train their women and men to all the way from the intern level up to the executive level on how do you build your value and become your best own self advocate. And I, I think I alluded to a little bit, I, I'm working on a book. That's how I'm spending the pandemic is I'm yeah. working the book, the zero to hero story. So if some of it caught your ear, go to develop, is all right if I say go to developer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, I'm not like, like, I'm just an engineer, just like everyone else. And like, I, I'm not a swift marketer, but I've got developer.com join the newsletter. And when I release the book, I'll, or do pre-order, you'll be able to find out about it. Oh, awesome. We will put all that in the show notes, developer.com. Uh, Lauren, your story is amazing. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really excited about the book coming out. Uh, any final word of wisdom you want to leave with our listeners who are, who are mainly early career or maybe ready to make a big change in their career as you were? The, the advice that I give that I was surprised that re resonated with someone so much, she quoted me in her book and it goes, if you won't invest in yourself, why should anyone else? So when you're looking at something as a cost um, and thinking, I don't have the money to spend on it, my, my biggest regret is that I didn't invest in myself sooner because it accelerated the process to me getting to where I wanted to go. Um, so I wish I had hired a career coach sooner. I wish I had hired a whole team to help promote me. <laughs> um, and I, I, I'm glad that I, that I stepped out and took that action. So it really, it really is that simple. You just got to keep at it. I absolutely love it. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us and look forward to uh, the release of your book. Fantastic. Thanks, Isaac. Like what you hear? Go to crash.co and join the career revolution. If you want to share your own career crash story, send it directly to me at isaac at crash.co.